This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am Lauren. I am so happy to be here with you today. I am just really grateful for our time together. I love getting to share with you and hear from all of you. It's so special that we have created this this time together and this little community and so I just wanted to start by expressing my gratitude, my genuine just appreciation for every comment and rate and review and share. It just means the world to me and this is a solo cast and it was not supposed to be. I had a few amazing guests lined up that had to shift some things around And so this is not my regular monthly solo cast where I talk about the energy of the month, but I do have some things that have been bubbling up, and so I thought it would be fun to just hop on for a short solo episode and share about some of those. This is coming out. I'm recording this on Monday, February 21st, and this is dropping on Tuesday, February 22nd, 2022. So we have a super fun day. If you are into numerology at all, I'm sure you will be hearing lots about 22222. And it's kind of a special thing. Like this is really cool that we get to be alive during this during this day. And the number 222 and all repeating numbers, if you see 1111 or 555, those are often referred to as angel numbers. And each number, each repeating number sequence means something different. And so for those of you listening, the 222 repeating number is a really cool, special sign. The spiritual significance in it is really about positivity and luck and joy and a reminder that you are doing the right things, you're on the right path, and so it's really helping you achieve that that balance, that good energy, and so it's super fun that this is a day that the whole world can can really lean into and that's sort of the theme of this show is how to continue to cultivate the life that you want, how to call in that joy, that positivity. And I know that the past really almost two years, which is crazy to think about, have been so intense and so up and down and and stressful and scary at times and people have been dealing with illness and financial stress and loss of jobs and 
and not being able to see their family and travel. And I just feel like it does really, really feel this time, right? Fingers crossed this time that that this is moving away from us, that we are getting back to normal and quotes life and being able to see people and do things and go to work and travel and you know all of these beautiful things that life has to offer and so I just wanted to share a little bit about some of the things that I have done and it's funny that this always happens but in the past week I've definitely gotten a few really beautiful thoughtful comments about some of the changes that friends and family and and clients and and listeners have seen in me over the past few years and i just wanted to share that you know it it's hard work <laughs> it it's beautiful work it's meaningful work i love it and it's something that i have chosen to focus on and cultivate each and every day. And the reason that I'm sharing that with you is to let you know that it is 100% available to you too. And so when when I work with people or I meet with people or you know just in all walks of life and they talk about wanting to make changes in their life wanting to find alignment, wanting to feel joy and peace and freedom or whatever their their goal feelings are and really feeling that mismatch between what they feel on the inside and what they are actually creating on the outside, right? That's that feeling of frustration or resentment or anger or depression that a lot of us feel is when you know inside that you want something and every day when the day comes that's not what's happening and so some of the things that I have done in order to make these shifts are first of all doing a lot of mindset work around accessibility availability, entitlement, and really, truly changing my mindset to know that the life that I want is the life that I am entitled to have. And I know the word entitled really has mostly a negative connotation in our culture, but entitled in the best sense, meaning that you you can have it. You are deserving of it. You are worthy of it. And I think, honestly, that's the place where it, it definitely had to start for me. And it it really has to start for so many people because unless you believe that you are truly worthy of it, that you're deserving of it, that it's something that you believe that is within your grasp, it just is so much more challenging to to ever make the actual practical changes in your life to get something if you don't feel like you are able to do it. And I think that that is what I experienced a lot and what I continue to see other people experience, particularly women, particularly mothers, who feel like if they are not 
in service of others, then they are doing something wrong. And so this idea that we want to have something that's just for us and we're going to spend time on just, just us, whether it be meditating or exercising or having a hobby or spending time with friends or, or doing things, there is often this like push and pull or there's this cosmic scorecard, sometimes I call it where we feel that we are only entitled to those certain good things if we have really put in all the time at home or that we've set everybody up for the day so that they're going to be successful or that we've done all this extra work in order to be earning that time to ourselves. And that's just really, it's a place that I know so intimately because it's a place that I spent definitely the first five to seven years of my kids' lives. And to be able to come out of that frame and that perspective of looking at things has made all the difference in the life that I now have. To know that as a unique individual soul being, I, of course, am here to guide my children and shine my light with others and and be in relationship with my husband and my family and my friends but that is not what's required for me to have an individual relationship with myself and it has been a lot of work to be able to stand on my own and carve out the time and set boundaries and (laughs) all the things that are required because it's so easy to fall into the trap of not having your own identity or your identity being so tied to what you are doing for other people. And so if this is a place where you find yourself, I would just encourage you to think about how many things you do during the course of a day a week, a month that are solely for you, that are not for the benefit of anybody but you, that are not even linked at all. Like I know so many people that will say, oh, well, I exercise every day or I go hang out with friends or I go do those things. But even those, are you doing those purely, selfishly, completely for you, not so that there is some other person benefiting from it. You're not exercising so that somebody else is looking at you and feeling a certain way about you. You're not going to meet with friends because otherwise, what would people say about you or you feel obligated to volunteer for that project? I am talking purely 100% selfishly just for you and I know even saying that out loud still I can feel like the little cringe bubbles sort of working their way up about all that conditioning that tells us that it's selfish and that it's self-absorbed or you know we're supposed to be here to be doing all these things for other people and and yes it's incredible to do things for other people, but not at the expense of doing things for you. It's that whole oxygen mask analogy, which I'm sure we've all heard a thousand times, but 
you know, taking care of yourself first is the greatest gift that you can give to yourself and ultimately the greatest gift that you can give to other people because you will show up in a way that is fuller, more authentic, more joyful because you have taken care of yourself. And so I hope that if that's something that you have been grappling with or something that you have been working to try to create more of an atmosphere where you put yourself first, here is your loud and clear permission slip to to do that. There is no other person in this world that is going to put you first in the way that you will. And you owe that to yourself. You have earned that just by living and breathing. You have a right to be happy. You have a right to have a life that is fun and creative and exciting and inspiring. And so we have to do that work. We have to carve it out for ourselves because a month becomes a year, becomes five, and all of a sudden you can look around, which is where I found myself, honestly, and I had this wonderful life and it was all in service to other people. It was all about taking care of the kids and taking care of my home and doing things for family and prioritizing other things. And I have had to bust my way out of that. And I can honestly say that what I have now is so much, it's so much more me in the best sense of feeling integrity and feeling whole and feeling like what I think and feel and believe on the inside matches how I act on the outside. And so, you know, people ask all the time, all the time, well, how do you do it? How have you been able to make these changes with all of life's pressure and with all of life's responsibility? And what I did and what I encourage other people to do is really think about what you have done when you want something in your life. When you wanted the new house, what did you do? When you decided you wanted to run that 5K or you wanted to take a trip you know, with your family, what did you do to make that happen? So you have to think about it. You have to give it the attention. You have to choose to prioritize it. Every single thing that you have accomplished in your life, graduating high school, going to college, getting a job, having a family, getting married, getting anything that you have wanted, any personal or family achievement, anything that you have done, you have made it happen. And creating a space for yourself is exactly the same thing. You think about it, you give it attention, you plan for it, you prioritize it, you have to make it part of your life. And it's the little tweaks that that you work on day by day. You know, it's not usually this big splashy aha of, oh my gosh, I've made it happen, I figured it out. It's the little things each and every day that over the course of time, over the span of a certain amount of time, you will realize that you have created 
that life that you knew that you wanted, that you knew that you could have. So if it's something like meditation, carving out five minutes a day, thinking about when is the best time that I can do this? When is the time that I am most likely to do it, that I am not going to be interrupted by people, that I can feel good about doing it, that I can prioritize it and just do it. You have to take the action. Otherwise, it's just this cycle of wishing and wanting and hoping. And that is a part of manifestation. That is, you know, giving it your attention and your energy is definitely an important part. But taking that inspired action, creating the space in your day, in your calendar, and when that reminder goes off, literally dropping whatever you are working on to do it. You know, when you were trying to find a house, when something came up that you wanted to see, you rearranged your whole schedule to go see it. You scanned pictures online every night. You drove by neighborhoods. You talked to people that lived on that street. It happened because you made it happen. And so if there are changes that you want, if there is a path that you want your life to be taking, whether it be on a personal level or I love working with entrepreneurs, as you know, and I just had a conversation with somebody the other day and they were saying, you know, I really, I really want to start my own thing. I'm not happy at my job and I know that I want to do something else, but always listen for the but, but I don't have time and I don't know when I would do it. If it is not something that is important to you and takes your top attention and top priority, then it's not going to happen. And so if it truly is something that you want to commit to doing, you know that you will find a way because you have always found a way. Look around at everything in your life that you have You have manifested that. You have thought about it. You have prioritized it. You have dreamed about it. You have taken action to make it happen. This is no different. And I know that we think that it is, right? Because sometimes it's it's less tangible. Maybe it's not a physical thing you want. Maybe it's living a life that feels more free or living a life that feels more connected to nature or a life that feels more fun or more joyful or more in flow. All of those goal feelings, you can treat just like a tangible physical goal. It's about tackling it in a way that makes sense for you. And I know for me, it sort of takes the glamour out of it or like the mystical woo out of it when you have to create a practical plan for something and you want to feel maybe like, well, I just, it's going to happen when it's supposed to happen. Yeah, I, I hear that. I've been there. I've said that. Things do line up. There are a million amazing synchronicities that happen every day and those are magical and those are special and those happen whether you know it or not, because you are putting yourself in the place for those to happen. You are working on your mindset, you are working on your energy, you are thinking positive thoughts, and you are taking action to make that happen. So on this incredibly special 2 2 2 
two, two, day, five repeating twos. Let's just commit, let's set the intention for taking ownership over the life that we have, the life that we want to have. It is so possible and available and accessible to each and every one of you. It just takes, number one, knowing that you deserve it, knowing that it can be yours, imagining it, feeling like you already are living the life that you want, spending the time prioritizing it, planning for it, fitting it in, and then each and every day taking even five minutes of actual physical action to make it happen. And I promise you, within a week, you will see a change. Within a month, you will notice an enormous difference. And in a year, I can't even tell you how far you will have come, how different your life will be, that you will look back and say, I am living exactly how I always wanted to be. I promise you that it is possible for you. My dears, I am, again, so grateful that I got to pop on for a few minutes and share this with you. I have so much love and, and support and encouragement for you, waiting for you. Just ping me at any time. Send me an email. I'm at lauren at opentoalchemy.com. Send me a, a message on Instagram, open.to.alchemy. My website, opentoalchemy.com, has so many great resources. I have my clarity workbook, which I love and is getting so much great feedback to really help you figure out the what, the why, the who, the how of your business. I have a super fun quiz on my website on figuring out your entrepreneur energy style. It's so fun, it's so fast, and you will find out whether you are more woo, more work, or somewhere in between. And I give you some great tips for finding alignment, increasing abundance for wherever you are on that scale. So that's on my website. And I have a brand new workbook that I just created and released last week, which is all about creativity. I hear so often people say, oh, I'm not really that creative, or I'm having trouble coming up with content, or just getting into that creative flow. They feel like they're working so hard on things. And so this was a really fun new workbook that just like flowed out of me. I totally co-created it. I help you guys learn how to co-create. It's all about entrepreneur energy flow, the alchemy of creative expansion, and it works on creative mindset, finding ease, abundance, really leaning into the joy of being creative. And we are all content creators all day long. So this is definitely a must have. And that is available on my Etsy shop because I'm trying some fun new things on Etsy and that's open to alchemy on there as well. So I just want to wish you guys a lovely, lovely day and sending you so much love and just heartfelt gratitude and I will see you again soon. Mwah. 
Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse, at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.